It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Okay, well, folks, here we are, and uh, and my partner Rich, my son, uh, he's uh, in uh, in Virginia, as a matter of fact, at a funeral uh, t- this week. So he won't he won't be with me. Um, wasn't last week good with the Doris Acres story? Uh, how God used her her entire lifetime to sing for Him, and then during that time, we mentioned that when our FM station in Kansas City went on the air, why we use her recording. There's a sweet sweet spirit, and then one of our radio listeners. Uh, put on the listener comment line this week, well, why didn't you play it? And uh, I thought, well, that's a good suggestion. This listener is from Nebraska. And I thank him or her, or her name is Patricia. So I thank her for saying, why didn't you play it? So let's do it now. Here it is. In this place And I know That it's the spirit Of the Lord On each face
Well, you see, folks, you see, folks, that's that's what I was feeling uh, when we put that FM station on there. Uh, there's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. We just want to preach the gospel and give our audience Christian news and information. Now, while we're on that subject, there was another listener comment that was typed out into the into the uh, folder that I get every week. And I'll just read that because it's very, very meaningful. Uh, the lady said, this is Marilyn in Kansas City. She said, I appreciate and love Bot Radio Network so much. I'm 93 years old now. And I was one of those who was listening the very first day you came on the air in 1962. Bill and I, so apparently her husband is still living, have uh, literally been listening nearly every day since. We pray for you, and we thank you so much for what you do. Years ago, I was a brand new Christian. My husband led me to the Lord when we got married. And when we went to church, they immediately put me in the nursery to work in the nursery, helping uh, in the nursery, you see. So I literally got very little uh, sermons and Bible teaching um, because I was in the nursery. And uh, But lo and behold, in God's precious providence, through Bot Radio Network, I could come home and hear the precious messages of Oliver Green. Boy, does that ever bring back a memory to me? And Lester Roloff, and then Jay Vernon McGee, and some of those who are still on the network today. Because of that, I could hear and grow and still serve the Lord in the nursery at church. So in in his providence, he helped me to grow through the years because I have grown and listened and been uh, used by the Lord in quite a few ministries during the years, including child evangelism. So I praise Bot Radio Network. Well, thank you, dear lady, uh, for what you folks do to provide my life and those uh, by those broadcasters that I hear today. And then she gives her phone number. Well, that meant so much to me because here she was. And one of the listeners way back in, in 1962, uh, when we first came on the air, and now she's 93. She's 93 years old, folks. And, uh, and she's still listening. And she's still helping. She's still serving the Lord. Somebody told me years ago, this poem, in God's great field of labor, all work is not the same. He hath a service for each one who loves his holy name. And you to whom the secret of all sweet sounds are known, rise up, for he hath called you to a labor all your own. Here's a song. It's called We Thank Thee. Here it is. We thank thee each morning for a new Born day where we may work the fields of new mown hay. We thank thee for the sunshine and the air that we breathe, O oh Lord. We thank thee 
birds that sing along the way. Thank thee for the trees and the deep blue sea, oh Lord, we thank thee. Oh yes, we thank thee, Lord, for every flower that blooms, birds that sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank thee every day as we kneel and pray. That we were born with eyes to see these things. Thank thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank thee for thy love so pure and free, O oh Lord. We thank. That sing, fish that swim, and the light of the moon. We thank thee every day as we kneel and pray that we were born with eyes to see these things. Yes, we thank thee for the fields where the clover is grown. Thank thee for the pastures where cattle may roam. Thank thee for thy love, so pure and so free, O oh Lord. We thank thee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, do we have a thankful and grateful heart? There's so much to be perturbed about. There's so much to be upset about today. But nevertheless, nevertheless, are we thankful? And do we thank him every day for the life that he gives us as long as that lasts? I tell you what, folks, uh, there's another song I want to use right now. Uh, when we wake up in the morning, or maybe go to bed at night, but when we wake up in the morning, do we let the sun shine in? Uh, that's very important, and here's the song about that. Mother told me something that all of us should know. It's all about the devil, and we've learned to hate him so. She said he causes trouble when you let him in the room. He will never, ever leave you if your heart is filled with gloom. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Smilers never lose, and frowners never win. So let the sun shine in, face it with a grin. Open up your heart and let the sun shine in. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Let the sun shine in. That's what you do. And God provides it. And are you grateful and are you thankful? I was thinking how apropos this next song is because I'm an old-timer, as you all know. And um, and I lived through, just like this lady who wrote in, she was listening 61 years ago, 61 years ago, yes, when we first came on the air. And uh, so, so it's always nice when you meet young people. 
that want to find out what had been, to compare with what is, and then where we should be going. And um, that really, that really stuck to me. I love that. We had some visitors this past week from Arkansas at, at Bot Radio Network headquarters. And they were two young women, just graduated college, and wow, was their heart filled with the joy of the Lord. And they've started a ministry. And we're going to be talking about that in the days and weeks and months ahead for sure. But wow, I told my wife and, and Rich, and it was just a pleasure to meet these young people who had such fervor and joy and knowledge. And then I asked them about where did they grow up? Who who would tell me about your dad? And, and then they started telling me even about their grandpa. And all of that, it was just wonderful. Now listen to this song. Uh, and while it's about Grandpa, listen, here it is. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Sometimes it feels like this world's gone crazy. And Grandpa, take me back to yesterday when the line between right and wrong didn't seem so hazy did lovers really fall in love to stay and stand beside each other come what may is a promise really something people not just something they would say The families really bow their heads to pray The daddies really never go away Oh, oh, Grandpa, tell me about the good old days <laughs> Well... Many of, the, many of the old days were not good days, but they were what they were, and people had the strength to face them. And uh, anyway, with God's help, of course. Uh, now another, we're kind of on this vein. Uh, Stuart Hamlin, you may recall, was, uh, became a Christian at a Billy Graham, one of the earliest Billy Graham revival services in Los Angeles. Way, way, way back in those early days, Stuart Hamlin had already been a very popular singer and written a lot of songs, And he was, but he wasn't a Christian. He wasn't a Christian. And then later on, he wrote a song, This Old House. And, uh, and then, well, he tells the story. You'll hear about it. But this story has always meant a lot to me. I even remember my father was very taken with this song, when he would hear it, thank God for Billy Graham and thank God for the person who led him to the Lord and everything else that was into that life. And so listen to this story. Some years back when I was on a hunting trip way up in the high Sierra mountain range, I had a rather strange thing happen to me. It was a cold and I do mean a cold day. I'd ridden my horse up over a big ridge and 
was letting him blow a bit, and I happened to look away off down in a wild, desolate-looking valley, and I could see an old log cabin. Well, I was about in the mood to freeload somebody off a cup of coffee, so I rode my horse down toward the place, but... When I rode up, I was rather disappointed because it looked like there was nobody living there. I could see the front door had been blown down, kind of like it had been wrestling with a storm. In fact, it was a lonely-looking place. I was just about to ride on when I got a big surprise. An old hound dog came staggering out of that old cabin and just real wearily like lay down on the porch. Now, I know a dog will not long remain at a deserted place, but if his master is in that place, he'll stay there till he starves to death, and this dog looked like he wasn't far from doing that. Because that old dog was there, and because there was no smoke coming out of that chimney, that place might have looked deserted, but I knew it wasn't. This dog was telling me a story, and I thought to myself, there's something wrong here. The thought hit me with a foreboding premonition. There was a man there somewhere. I swung down off my horse, walked up to the porch, and that old dog wearily got up and started slowly back into the house, same as to say, Come on, I'll lead you to him. I stepped over the old door that was caved in. It was dark in the old house, and I... I couldn't see anybody about. I saw the old dog standing over by another door. I walked over and opened it, and I saw him. A little old man on a couch. As I walked up closer, I could see that he had snow on his chest. Snow that had sifted in through a broken windowpane above him. I don't know how long the old man had been dead. He... He just looked like he was asleep. His old dog came up and began to whine. Now and then he'd look up to me with a pleading look, same as say, can't you do something to help him? Then I happened to notice shabby window curtains that would sway back and forth every time the wind came through that broken window. A man's not going to put up window curtains in a cabin that's at least 20 miles from the nearest road. A man won't do that. A woman had hung up those curtains. I began to wonder what had happened to her. I turned and walked back out into the yard and sat down on a fallen tree. I noticed there wasn't any snow on that tree. Perhaps a storm had recently visited the mountains and blown it over. As I looked around, I could see a, a little toy wagon way up under the porch. A wagon that only had three wheels. And I wondered, where were the children that once played with that broken wagon? I can't explain it, but I reached in my coat pocket and got a little paper sack out. And I thought I'd like to paint a word picture of that place. I began the lyrics with... This old house once knew my children. This old house once knew my wife. Well, you know the rest of the story. This old house was a song hit of seven different countries at the same time, but I don't think that anyone ever got the true meaning that I intended the song to convey. You see, 
I wrote it to be a sad song. And when I made the first recording, I did it that way. But then the recording industry said, Oh, Stuart, you're all wrong. To be a hit, it's got to have a real bounce to it. Well, not long ago, I was up in our attic and happened to run across that first old tape recording that I'd made. Perhaps if you listen to it, you can get the true meaning that I wanted the song to have. You see, most people thought the song was just about a poor, lonely prospector and his half-dead dog that had cashed in their blue chips way up high in the Sierra Mountains during a wild storm. But that wasn't it at all. The song was about two houses. The house that's made of mud, brick, and wood, and stone that a man builds. And the other house, the mortal house. The house that the maker of men has loaned to the man for such a short, short time. Ain't I gonna need this house no longer? I'm getting ready to meet the saints. This old house once knew my children. This old house once knew my wife. This old house was home and comfort As we fought the storms of life This old house once rang with laughter This old house heard many a shout Now she trembles in the darkness when the lightning walks about But ain't gonna need this house no longer Ain't gonna need this house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Bottom in the wind of pain Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet this old house is a getting shaky. This old house, it's getting old. This old house lets in the rain. This old house lets in the cold. On my knees, I'm getting chilly. But I feel no fear nor pain Cause I see an angel peeking Through a broken window pane But ain't gonna need this house no longer Ain't gonna need this house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Bottom in the window pane Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet the saints My old hound dog lies asleep He don't know I'm gonna Elsie'd wake up by the fireplace He'd just sit there and howl and grieve 
But my hunting days are over We ain't going hunting anymore Gabriel done brought in my chariot When the wind blew down the door But I ain't gonna need this house no longer Ain't gonna need this old house no more Ain't got time to fix the shingles Ain't got time to fix the floor Ain't got time to oil the hinges Out of men to win the pain Ain't gonna need this house no longer I'm getting ready to meet the saints <laughs> All right, there you have it, folks. i tell you what now. I want to thank Abby D. Jarnett and Allie Paris from Arkansas who stopped by our headquarters building and told us about their ministry and what they are doing. And man, I was so interested. I was so, I asked them a thousand questions and they always answered with joy and a smile and a maturity. I, th- I thought, well, these are young people, uh, and yet, and yet they had a depth, and they had an understanding. So we're going to hear a lot from them and about them. Well, anyway, I have enjoyed it. I hope you folks have too. This is Dick Bott, and uh, with with this chapter, the complete story is a public service. And Rich will be back next week. Let's hope. All right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> 